episode of Connect and Move Radio. I'm your host, Andy Fortuna, and in today's episode, we'll be talking about being a first-time mom, traveling, and the importance of staying at or staying active, and the best way to do so. Today's guest is Cindy Gonzalez. She's a wife, a mother, and the manager of her family-owned physical therapy center, Park. Her goal is to spread joy, kindness, love, and awareness of the importance of staying active and overall wellness. Cindy, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> awesome, awesome, Cindy. Well, I know you, um, but yes. for the audience, kind of tell us how, who you are, and then uh, what your plans are with all this uh, active and wellness stuff that uh, you've been preaching now on social media. And I'll make sure to put your social media stuff and everything like that linked to the bottom of this podcast. So, yeah. So, how'd you get where you are right now? Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, um, I've always been very active. I always played sports. I kind of consider myself kind of a, like a tomboy. <laughs> and okay. then after school, I really missed playing sports. And that's when I got into working out. And I met my husband and he's the owner of Park Physical Therapy. And that's how I got to know you. And um, when we got pregnant and had our baby, we, I decided not to go back to my old job, but instead, since I was managing, I was managing high-rise buildings, I was like, why not manage, you know, my husband's practice, make it a family-owned practice, and that mm -hmm. way our son can go up uh, with that mindset and mentality. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's always so great to find a partner like my husband that um, has the same mentality when it comes to nutrition and working out, because it just makes it easier, you know? You're not motivated every day. So if one day you're not motivated and he is, I'm like, okay, fine, let's go out and vice versa. Um, and that's kind of how I ended up at Park. And now we manage it, like I said, as a family-owned business. And um, the working out, like I said, has always been a super crucial part of my body. You know, it, it gives me energy. It makes me happy. It, it, it like, creates focus. It's just such an important part of my attitude and how I feel about myself and about others and about life and the way it kind of worked out was when I so I worked out throughout my whole pregnancy which we can talk about that too mm -hmm. and after I had the baby and I got cleared to work out I was like awesome let's go but then I realized wait I have a baby <laughs> which is obvious but you don't realize that you know you get cleared to work out of six weeks and then it's what you have to find a babysitter or every day that you want to work out and I was just like whoa this is this is kind of something that maybe seemed obvious but you don't think about that you know you, you think you just go back to everyday life and you just have to adjust which is totally normal mm -hmm. so that's when I started working out at home and that's kind of when I put like a little plan together because I was like okay I can't just find someone to take care of my baby so young and he was so little. So I figured out I would work out from home until I went back to work. Mm -hmm. How was it when you first heard you were, or first realized or first found out that you were pregnant? Uh, what were some of the feelings that you were um, kind of experiencing? Was it anxious, nervous, super happy, a combination? Uh, my, I feel like my reaction was horrible because I freaked out, even though it was totally in our plan. You know, we had been married. We wanted to be married for a year and we were going to start to wait. The baby was, mm -hmm. I got pregnant like two months earlier. I mean, it's not the end of the world. I was right. 30. I was married. I had a job. It's you know, like, it's not anything bad, but I guess 
when you finally realize you're pregnant, you're like, oh, whoa, this is this is real. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I just, I freaked out a little bit and I freaked out about Cheech, my husband's reaction, just because, you know, when it happens, you're like, okay, this is real life. And he came home and I was just crying hysterically and he's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, no. And he's like, is your family okay? <laughs> because it was like a really ugly, horrible cry. And then I kept telling him, no, no, no. And I didn't want to tell him. And then he's like, don't tell me you're pregnant. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, why are you crying? This is the best thing ever. I'm like, yeah, wait, no, you're right. This is awesome. <laughs> so I feel like I, I feel bad because I feel like I ruined such a special moment for him. But in that moment, I was so overwhelmed and it kind of took me by surprise because gratefully, it just happened so easily. You know, mm-hmm. I... I was one of those grateful people or lucky people that didn't have to try so hard. So it came a lot earlier than I right. thought. So, um, yeah, I freaked out, but then it was, it was awesome. It was very happy, but definitely first a freak out. <laughs> it was it more of a freak out because it wasn't like right on schedule with your schedule or just cause you felt like, you know, all of a sudden something, it was real. Like it was really happening now. I think it was a combination but like I said, the schedule was off by like two months and two mm. months in a, in a matter of a lifespan is nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it was just a little bit of off of the timing because we had pushed it off like six more months because we wanted to travel a little more. We had planned yeah. my Greece trip for my 30th birthday and I was just like, no. <laughs> and yeah, I just, and then I think also I realized, you know, it's real and that's something that until it happens, it doesn't really you really don't understand what feelings you're going to get. And never did I think I was going to be so, the word isn't sad. It wasn't sad, just freaked out because I've always been family. Yeah, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, but some people, you know, I don't feel like I was overwhelmed with like happiness. I was like sheer, utter, overwhelming fear. <laughs> and then I went away because I'm I'm pretty chill. I don't freak out about things. So then... You know, I just was nervous to tell him also, I think, because it was a little bit earlier. And then he was just so sweet about it. I was like, wait, no, this is what we wanted. Okay, everything's going to be fine. (laughs) So, I mean, again, so you were feeling overwhelmed, super, almost anxious at the same time. Something that you, you had planned for. Um, yeah. but I think it's normal even now as, as me and my wife start to get ready to start, uh, get in this pregnancy journey. Sometimes, even though I'm excited, sometimes I'm like, Oh shit, this is yeah. happening. Oh God. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's and it normal. Be- yeah, it, it becomes more, as, I think it's, yeah, yeah. As it gets closer to, to game time, as I like to call it, um, things start to get real. And then you really, because up to this point, it's like an idea, it's a planning, it's not something that's for sure yet in a sense. Uh, but once you start getting closer to uh, going down that road and going in through that journey, you start to feel the sensations of, all right, so now I really have to prepare myself. Now it's not just two people we have to think about. Now it's a third human being that we are providing for. So um, yeah, I, I can completely understand. <laughs> what are what are a few things that you did prior to your pregnancy? Uh, I know, you know, there's talk about prenatals and exercise before. Um, uh, yeah, so, so some stuff as far as like supplements, maybe some mindset things that you, um, 
or trying to prepare yourself. I don't know. Anything that as yeah. a mother or someone trying to get pregnant, what are some things that you did or maybe even research uh, some of the good things to do prior? So before we got pregnant, we, like I said, I think it's important. Um, Chichi and I had been together, I think, for like two years and then we got married. And I think an important thing that we talked about was before having a child, we wanted our time, which I think it's it's very important because obviously that changes after. And that's also another game plan that you need to figure out how you're going to work it all in after having a child. Because I've, I've always believed that, you know, your child is a part of you. He's your, he or she is your everything. But for me, what I want to do is raise an independent uh, child that is an asset to our society. But in the end, our child goes, you know, and forms our own family. And the bond I have with my husband is a bond that's supposed to be forever. And it's the first relationship that your child sees. So it needs to be a loving, healthy relationship. So the first thing that we wanted to do was focus on ourselves and travel, go out, uh, do all the things that you want to do, whatever it was, you know? And then, so that was kind of like the relationship side, mentally and stability. You know, we both... Oh, this generation we're having kids older so financially and work-wise we're we're doing we're doing well you know we're doing fine we're settled and with the workout component I knew that I wanted to work out obviously before I didn't need to change anything but throughout the whole pregnancy so I did research what the limitations were and questions I would ask my doctor and I also knew I wanted to get more into yoga so I did look for a yoga studio because I knew in the third trimester that would probably be the best bet with modifications. Mm -hmm. And then nutrition wise, um, I did get off birth control in like three months before I kind of wanted to not, I kind of wanted to like flush my system. I don't know if that's an actual thing, but to me, I just didn't want to have anything in my system and I wanted mm -hmm. to clean it out for a little bit. So I got off birth control and then I did search for prenatals and, and, you know, just eating a healthy a nutritious diet basically you mentioned something very very important that i don't think a lot of people talk about or even think about or maybe they do um which was the husband and wife relationship right that yes um the core relationship before bringing in somebody else you mentioned having uh having i guess a stable relationship with your significant other before bringing in more responsibility and someone else where your attention now goes away from the relationship a little bit and goes to this little alien yeah <laughs> right yeah so yeah. can you talk a little bit more about that and, and maybe some things that you guys talked about you don't have to go too personal but um and something that you recommend for other couples and other um marriages and i guess that's what you call it other relationships, relationships to, yeah build on <laughs> yeah of course well i i definitely think i've always believed in I, I think that everyone should live every phase to their fullest you know when you are a kid if you have the ability to because i know not everyone can but if you're a kid be a kid play around go to school don't worry about you know work or figuring out your future just be a kid when you are in college you know live that college life but also study set your future there's there's different phases in your life that if you don't live them to your fullest that's where i think resentment comes up you know and you know when you have a kid this is the obvious but you mm -hmm you have it forever <laughs> like you can't like that's one choice that you can't just er erase you know what i'm saying that's that's there for the long run and it's amazing 
but I feel like if you rush into the family setting and don't have that couple, um, the strength as a couple or the love or the fun, you know, like we traveled so much, we partied, we, we built our business. Like we, we did everything we could, we could without the responsibility of taking care of a, another baby that you take care of them forever. But the first couple years, it's 24 seven. It's, it's all the time, you know, it takes all your energy. So I think that if you mm -hmm. actually form a strong bond with your couple before moving forward and having kids um you don't have that resentment you know and or you can avoid having some sort of mm -hmm. resentment i also think you form that bond that when you do have a kid you know both partners are are there and willing to support each other because you've been through stuff together and you've had fun and you understand that this is just temporary so i just think it's it's very important for a marriage to last is you have to put effort into it. And I think before you have a kid, because you can still do that, but in different ways, before you have a kid, you should just have fun. Like you should have fun together because by the mm -hmm. time you have a child, you, you know, we have now financial burden. We have uh, bills. We have the home. Now you have a kid then you have school. Like there's a lot of, adulting that you have to do you know you want to make sure that you're with someone that you like adulting with so what you can do to help out is before you have kids have as much fun as you can and after you have kids you still can have it but you have to figure out your new schedule or figure out what how to make it work but i just think it's very crucial or important for the success of a family is to have that couple alone fun uh, whatever you want to do before having a child. I think it's so important. It's helped us a lot. Um, so you talked about support, you know, creating support earlier, uh, creating uh, or making an effort to really build the relationship between uh, a, between partners, between a marriage, between a relationship uh, prior to yeah. the pregnancy so that when the baby comes in, they're in a loving, more, uh, I guess, uh, warming uh, what's this word I'm looking for? Cooperative relationship, right? It's not just kind of like <laughs> yeah. bickering back and forth. Um, just, a, I guess, a relationship that's ready to uh, continue and add to. Yeah, much, yeah, the relationship that's that's mature and that's all there and that's all willing to do it. You know, we had our fun. The next step is having a baby. We need to, you know, it's go time. So it's okay. There's going to be some sacrifices. It won't be the same as before. So that's why uh, we took that time very seriously and we, we basically we just travel for us traveling is what makes us the happiest you know if for other people maybe it's dinners or or learning stuff i don't know but for us it's, it's traveling so you suggest so traveling we, before getting pregnant i know this was a question yes. i <laughs> excuse yes. me i had asked you uh because that's something me and my wife talk about all the time do we wait you know we're 28 right now very young but we would like to get pregnant yes. before 30 should we wait, you know, should we travel first? Um, you know, even if that means waiting another two years or, or another year and a half, um, or should we just have the baby and travel then? So I guess that's well, a that, question for you. Yeah. So first of all, the answer is always travel. Okay. <laughs> so always travel before, during, or after, but definitely, definitely, definitely travel before having a child because that is, uh, so we take a lot of things for granted when we don't have kids because we don't have to think about it and it's normal. You don't have to think about it until you have a child. So it's fine. But, you know, Teach and I are, 
none of us are super planners. We kind of go with the flow. Mm -hmm. We pick where we want to go and we're like, okay, these are kind of the three things that we want to do, but we play it by ear. We Airbnb. We kind of let wherever we travel take yeah, us. Spontaneous, you know? spontaneous. I don't even know how to say Spontaneity. that. That one. Be, be spontaneous is what I meant to say. Spontaneous. <laughs> that's right. Um, we definitely love that. And, and as I said before, you know, we're kind of more on the chill side. So even though I love planning our trips because I love it, it's so much fun. I pick the location, Airbnbs, what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. We get to the airport like literally 30 minutes before the plane's going to leave. Like we're not the ones that are in the, have like three luggages and are prepared for everything. We're there with like a little suitcase, like a carry-on. And we're like, all right, the plane's the plane leaves at 11. We'll be there at, at 10 if it's domestic. If it's international, obviously it's a little bit different. But we're just like, we're ready to go. Last minute, we pack whatever we need. We figure it out over there. So that uh, spontaneity or freedom of just getting to the airport whenever you want, uh, picking whatever flight maybe is cheaper, you know, like, oh, it's, we want to go to Spain or we want to go to Italy or Philippines, you know, we can take a direct flight or we can save a lot of money and get on a red eye and change planes like four times and whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, last time when we went to Greece, we did a layover in Amsterdam for like seven hours. We went around Amsterdam then we almost missed our flight but we made it to Greece and then we took a ferry you know it's just we can do basically whatever we want without any stressors you know so it's just kind of a carefree uh type of traveling that is is a lot of fun and and you make great memories and I just think that those are moments that you need or should have with your significant other when you are pregnant so for example like i said i was supposed to go or i did but my 30th birthday gift or whatever we wanted was to go to greece with a couple of friends and we went to mykonos and santorini and the plan was to like go out and party and have fun but then i got pregnant <laughs> so everything this like the traveling was still the same i had a good pregnancy thank god and it was kind of early on so there was no issues but i wasn't able to you know have i didn't get to party in mykonos i just got to see the beautiful scenery which is great it's not the end of the world but when you travel pregnant if you don't have any issues you know you just can't do some things and others and then when you have a child it's very very different very different i can tell you that <laughs> and i look back and i I wish I would have traveled with him when he was a baby, meaning like zero to one year uh, before he was a toddler. I was kind of nervous and I didn't realize that he was a really good baby and it would have been super easy because literally all they do is like sleep, poop and eat. That's it. Why do you, why do you wish you would have? Um, just because you missed out on travel trips that you guys would have done or just to have that experience or what? I think A, the experience, B, I think I could have just like stuck in another trip, mm. you know, like the, the, yeah, I'm always trying yeah. to travel. So I remember that my brother was actually in, in Dubai and he was like, listen, I know like it's my, it's my birthday. I'll, he was like, I'll pay for your ticket. I was like, what? You're going to pay for our ticket to go to Dubai? And I hesitated, you know, which is something I used to not do before having a child. Like I was very like, let's go. And so when you're less you're uh like fearless kind yeah. of before you have a child because you just i'm i'm like that like i want to bungee jump i want to throw myself off a plane like i'm ready yeah. for all these adrenaline things but i don't let my mind think about all the possibilities right. which that changes after you have a kid because you're a yeah. mom you know 
So if he would have been like, listen, Cindy, I'm going to, I'm going to be in Dubai. We're leaving tomorrow. I'll get your ticket. I was like, buy that for me right now. I'll be there in a jiffy, you know, but I had a baby and I was just like, I, I freaked out. I was like, listen, it's a long flight. He's a baby. What happens if he cries? And I started doing all the whys and what if and this and that. And I said, no. And I look back and I'm like, I can't believe I didn't go to Dubai. And now that my son is a toddler and I see the, the difference, the world of a difference that a baby and a toddler is, I'm like, I could have totally gone with a baby, yeah. you know? So definitely wish I would have done that. And then the first time I traveled, which is ironic because I traveled with him when he was like one and a half, which is nuts. And I traveled to Spain, which is as far as Dubai, pretty much. <laughs> um, I, I traveled to Spain and he, I remember like even the preparation, like I never took luggage. I always had a carry on, but I had to take his milk because we give him hemp right. milk. And instead of regular milk, which, you know, to each their own, I'm not trying to like say anything, but it's just that took extra luggage mm-hmm. space. I was like, are they going to have hemp milk in Spain? I don't know. Okay, well, there's not a crib in the room. So I bought a, a, a like sleeping bag. Like there was a ginormous luggage of just baby stuff. And I was like, who is this person? <laughs> but the thing is, you just have to be more prepared with kids. And when you go to a different location, you don't know what they have. And you have to figure out what's the most comfortable and best for your family and your kids. So the first time I traveled with him, he was... I think like a year, year and a half, and he was a toddler, which means he was nuts. And we packed like triple the amount of stuff that we usually did. And um, we picked a direct flight, you know, like you see how everything's changing. Like, okay, we got there on time. Uh, We packed up with the amount. We picked a direct flight because I was like, we can't be switching to three different planes and have this kid on a plane like for 24 hours. So the shortest amount of time was, I think, eight hours. And it was a direct flight from Miami to Spain. And it was at night, which I was like, okay, this is awesome. Because you'll just sleep. And then I, again, used to not overthink. And now I do. And I was like, well, his bedtime, because he has, he's actually been a really good sleeper and has a great bedtime. And it works with our schedule. Because we work like from six to eight Mm -hmm. at night. So his bedtime is 9.30 to eight, which is not normal you know it's but it's awesome right. i'm great but it's i was like all right the the flight's at 8 p.m he'll fall asleep right after and we'll be fine but i just wanted to i was so worried about like what could happen and it's the first plane time like flight he's taking and it's eight hours what happened if this kid has like a crazy tantrum and cries like i'm gonna die which in the end it doesn't matter that's what i learned and so i was like okay i know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna tire him out i'm gonna tire him out so much that he's gonna pass out even before he gets in the plane. And I took him to the beach. I took him to the park. I didn't let him take his afternoon nap. Like I was like, this okay. kid is gonna knock out. Zombie. Zombie, that was a plan. But of course, if there's something that kids teach you is you can't control or plan anything. Right. Yeah. You prepare yourself to better handle situations but if you're going to control things or want to do that, you're going to be frustrated because they're never going to go accordingly. And it's okay. Well, point is this kid was not tired. <laughs> he was not tired at all. And the only time that Juju is grumpy is and like doesn't behave well is when he's sleepy. Oh, yeah. So I had a crying toddler going through like the check-in, the what's it called when you go through the TSA airport? Or security, whatever. Yeah, security check. 
I screaming hysterically because he was tired because I turned tired him out. delirious I walking delirious yeah he's in a line the line was like the longest ever it wasn't moving my little stroller wouldn't close when I was trying to pass like the metal detector like the poor guy saw how like frustrated I was and overwhelmed that he was like ma'am it's it's okay just just keep walking you're good I was like okay thank you you know and then he got on the plane and like cried the first 30 minutes and then he knocked out and he was fine and I was like I stressed out for no reason but one of the story is traveling changes <laughs> I think of, you said three things or let me see yeah three things that are super important uh, and like I said, for me that I, me and my wife are starting to go into this journey very soon. Um, things that I think about very a lot, are a lot. Think, think, things that I think about a lot. One of them was mindset. Your mindset changes because yeah. now you become less reckless. You become, uh, even though yes. we're not like jumping off buildings or anything like that, but now your safety is not necessarily for your safety, but the fact that you now have to or will be um, taking care of somebody else. So if you're gone, if you're not there, yeah. you're not able to provide that. So. You become less carefree, become more mindful about your decisions uh, because they now not only affect you and your health, but they affect the health of those that you are supporting. Um, And I thought that was super, super, super awesome and and very powerful message because um, which I think is almost intuitive um, as a a, once you become a parent, like all these things that you wouldn't double or second guess. Or things that you wouldn't really think about too long for now. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a, wait a minute. You want me to go yeah, where? Yeah. At what time? Or uh, you. Hey, guys. Andy Fortuna here. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Unfortunately, the last piece of the episode uh, could not be recorded due to uh, technical difficulties. But thank you so much for tuning in. See you on the next one. Hold up.